Hey, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. This episode, I want to talk to you about the way that you're going to go about learning. And I would say a mistake I see a lot of people making when it comes to the approach they take and what you can do in order to get around that mistake and learn in a way that I think is going to make you ultimately a more competent coder, a more valuable coder, and a more confident coder who can solve problems in really unique and creative ways and think about things in ways that other people really, frankly, are, are afraid to, to think about those problems. And so that's what I want to get into this episode. It's going to be, I'll just warn you, it's going to be a little bit of an opinion-oriented uh, episode today, so I'm fully aware that you may disagree with what I have to say here. But again, feel free to email me or or or, or shoot me a comment or wherever, you're, and, and and let me know what you think because I'm more than than willing to to hear what you think and what you have to say on all of this. So again, that's what we're going to get into in this episode. Before I do that, I do want to encourage you and let you know you can head on over to store.johnmorrisonline.com and use the coupon code JMO to get 20% off any of my training over there. So I have primarily PHP courses over there, but also Upwork course, a few web design courses over there. So if you're looking to get some coding training, I'd appreciate if you'd head there first, check that out first uh, before you maybe look anywhere else obviously get the coding training that you need, but also help support the show and what I'm doing here. I'd appreciate that. Again, store.johnmorrisonline.com and use the coupon code JMO. And in case you're wondering, a lot of the courses are on Udemy and Skillshare as well. So if you want those options, the links are on the pages and everything over there. You can find all that over there. So, all right. So with that said, let me get into to what I want to talk about today here. So One of the things that I'm seeing a lot of lately, and I have an experience that sort of speaks to this a little bit. So a few years back, I was was contacted by one of the top instructors on Udemy. And what he was doing was he had had some successful courses on Udemy. But of course, you know, not every coder knows every every sort of language or skill out there. And so he was looking to sort of expand his product line and he wanted to partner with other coders who were subject matter experts in uh, particular languages or applications or frameworks, etc. And partner with them, they would ultimately create the course and then he would use his his platform in order to promote the course and it would be sort of a win-win for everybody. And he has since that time went and and done that and I've seen a number of those courses come out and I'm sure they're great courses and so forth but as I was going as I was kind of talking with him and we we're going through this and so forth he had a very specific way that he built the courses and he felt that they needed to be built in order for them to be successful on Udemy and to preface this, I believe he was 100% sincere in all of that, and I think he knew what he was talking about. I don't question that at all. But one of the problems that I had with it, and I think this is the thing that a lot of instructors can fall into, is that it was you know, sometimes the way that people want to learn something or the way that they, they, they want to consume something isn't actually what's best for them. 
And sometimes as an instructor, you have to make that or a teacher or even you know, a parent, any, anybody in a, a situation like that, you have to make the hard decision of whether you're going to give people what they want and give it to them in the way that they want it. And that's going to make them like you. That's probably going to make your products sell better. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be better for you but it might not necessarily be better for them. So you have to decide between doing that or sort of saying, look, I know you want to learn this this way, but that's not the best way for you to learn it. And I'm telling you that because I've done this for a long time and I know better. And so the way that you need to learn it may not be the way that is the most fun for you, the most exciting for you, but it is the way that's going to help you to learn the best and ultimately make you better at this particular thing. You sort of have to make that hard choice. And I don't begrudge anybody who goes either way on that because it is a difficult thing to do. But I reached a point with it where I was like, I didn't feel comfortable with the way that things were going. And again, that's coming from a context of I've been doing this for a really long time. I've been doing coding training for almost a decade now. and I've been a coder for almost 15 years now, getting close to coming up on that in the next year or so. So there's some, it's not just some wild whim or, or, or thought that I had. I really have a particular perspective and opinion on what is the best way to go about learning this sort of stuff. So I ended up ultimately backing out of that. But when I look at Udemy and I look at a lot of the courses that I see out there, and again, I don't want to rag too much on these people. I'm just calling it like I see it, okay? So I don't have any hatred or begrudging. I'm not trying to be know-it-all-y towards these people. I just, this is what I see. But I see there's been this trend towards this similar way of doing things. And I think it is based more on making those courses so they sell well and they make the person going through them feel happy and not necessarily on what is the best for those students, what's going to cause them to learn in a, in a better way. So what is the, the distinction here? It is the distinction between project-based learning and you might call it conceptually-based or conceptual-based. I, I like to word, use the word mastery-based training. And... Not everything has to be in at odds, right? There's there's sometimes those you know those things don't necessarily need to be mutually exclusive, but I find when it comes to 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 coding training for the most part, they do tend to be mutually exclusive. And the reason that that is is because project-based learning is really sexy sounding, it's really alluring when you go through it you get done and you've actually built something and you feel happy. There's a certain amount of euphoria and you're really excited and you feel good about what you've done. However, what you've actually done in terms of the big scope of a grand scheme of things is you've learned how to build one really specific thing and that's it. Now you're going to pick up some ancillary knowledge and you're going to learn a little bit about you know, the language or the languages involved and so forth. 
But ultimately, all you're really going to know how to do is how to build that that one thing. And you're going to know how to build it in one particular way. And the problem with that is now if you want to go, let's say you learned how to build you know, a login script. And now you want to go learn how to build a CMS. Well, you didn't learn how to build a CMS. You didn't go through a, a, a bunch of skills training to learn all of these languages as a fundamental level so you could figure out how to build the CMS on your own. You just learned how to build a login script. So when you go to learn how, so when you want to build those CMS, essentially you now need to go and take another course or go through more tutorials and learn how to build the CMS. So you go and learn how to build the CMS and now it's okay, now I want to build a social network or I want to build this sort of website or I want to do this or that or the other. At some point doing that, yeah, you're probably going to learn a lot about each individual language, but there will still be gaps. There will be, still be things that you'll never learn outside if all you're doing is building particular uh, objects that are actually really important. And you'll never, in my opinion and my experience, you'll never really get a sort of deep mastery of the languages involved themselves to where you can be the one to create the new thing, to create the new type of application or to create the new framework. So it's sort of like learning how to pull a tooth and then calling yourself a dentist. You can't really do that. And that's a lot of what tends to be what I see in the marketplace and what people are after and so forth. And again, it's a hard decision to tell people, hey, look, I know this is what you want. You're, you're, you're going to be happy. It's going to sell well and I'm, all of this stuff. But that's not the best way for you to learn, so I'm not going to teach you in that way. That's a really hard thing to do. And so I understand why uh, maybe not everybody does that sort of thing. But if you're someone who wants to truly master something, who wants to master a particular language, let's say, then there are going to be things that you're going to have to learn. There's going to have to be skills training that you're going to have to do that's not going to be project-based. It's not going to sound sexy. It's not going to be fun, but is absolutely required for you to truly master that particular language. And beyond that, it's important that when you're going through that, you not only learn those things, but you really dive into the why behind them. It's the why behind them that allows you to understand really fundamentally how things work and then be able to take that. And now I've learned I know all of this stuff. I have a fundamental understanding of the language itself. I can go out and create whatever I want based off of my own ideas because I know how this works at a fundamental level. And so for me in particular, I recently, uh, I would say, have gotten very clear on the fact that I don't want to just train coders who can regurgitate code. And I, that, that sounds a little derogatory, and I don't really mean it in, in that way, but it's really what it is. 
is I don't want to I don't want to just teach someone how to create a web page or a login script or a CMS or or whatever. I'm going to teach people how to do those things, but always in the context of I'm showing you this as one way of doing this. And what's more important is understanding the fundamental concepts behind it, why it was done this way, so that you can take that. It's like when I, in my login script, when I talk about cryptographically secure tokens, I show you that in the context of a login script, but that idea of cryptographic, uh, cryptographical security, and then also like why you would want to do it, and then also how to do that inside of PHP, that's something that's going to apply whether it's a login script, a CMS, a social network, et cetera, et cetera. There's all sorts of scenarios that you, you could use that in. And that's what's more important than knowing how to build a login script. So when you know the fundamental skills, building the, 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 the actual thing, the project, is, is really pretty straightforward and simple. And this really became clear for me when I was doing my object-oriented programming course. Because it's a real, I think it's a real thing that people fall into there is they get caught up in classes and and properties and objects and all of these technical terms and interfaces and static and this, that, the other. All these technical terms and they think that object-oriented programming is just writing a class. And what I tried to really convey in that course is that object-oriented programming is really about application building. It's about the bigger picture, the bigger concept, the bigger idea of how you structure and put together your applications. It's not just knowing how to write a class. And so, again, that's an example of, you know, if you just went through a project-based course and, you know, that, that was, it was written in object-oriented code, then you could just kind of get caught up in this idea of, well, that, you know, it's just about writing class and you just put your methods and your functions into a class and that's what it is. And not really understanding the deeper sort of fundamental idea of it being about application building. So again, if you're someone who really wants to, if you want to be a leader, if you want to be someone out there who's pushing the envelope, who's and frankly is going to be more confident as a coder, more competent, and I think more ultimately more valuable to the people that you're going to work with. I think clients or you know, bosses or business partners, whatever sort of context you're doing all of this in, they will, I know, I don't even have to say, I think, I know they will find more value in someone who can solve things in different ways and and be creative and adapt and have ideas and so forth than someone who like just knows how to do this one specific thing and that's it. And the, I first got introduced to that when I was working on the Ink Magazine project. His comment when we got done with that project was not, you write really clean code or, you know, you really performed well on this particular task, et cetera, et cetera. His comment to me was, I really value and appreciate the wisdom you brought to this project because I didn't just deliver on the project for him. I told him how to go. I taught him essentially how to go about managing the product because it was, it was always in the context. I knew that it was going to be 
ultimately handed off to somebody else at some point, the way the, the situation was set up. I was never going to be the one that did the long-term maintenance of the site. And so I spent a lot of time talking to him about the things that he needed to think through in terms of how this should be built and, and you know the way he should manage all of it and all of that sort of thing. And so he appreciated the wisdom that I brought to it, not just I was able to execute on this code. And all of that is all of that's uh, only possible by really truly diving into you know, the mastery of a particular language or a particular application, etc. So if you really want to be truly valuable as a developer, as a coder to your clients, to the people you work with, seek mastery, be willing to go through stuff that's not necessarily always the most fun uh, or the most exciting and do the things that other coders are not going to be able uh, or not going to be willing to do. That's what's going to set you apart. That's what's going to make you more confident. That's what's going to make you more confident. That's what's going to make you more valuable in the long run and give you the certainty that whatever happens in our industry, whatever way the things go, whatever comes and goes in this, that, or the other, you have an approach to how you go about learning and teaching yourself that will always give you an advantage over people who aren't willing to do it the way that you're willing to do it. That's why for me, I don't ever worry. I don't ever get caught up in all of this stuff because I know whatever happens that when it comes time to, to, to get to work, I'm going to do it in a way that most people just simply aren't willing to do that, do it in. And you can have that kind of confidence. Just embrace this mastery mindset. All right, so that's what I wanted to talk about today. So hopefully, again, I know that's it's a lot of opinion in there, but again, that's my opinion based off having done this for as long as I can. So hopefully you got something out of that and that gives you some direction for how to go about uh, training yourself and teaching yourself when it comes to coding training and so forth. If you liked the episode, I'd appreciate it if you'd share it with someone, especially this one. I think there's a lot of people out there that probably don't hear this enough and could really benefit from hearing it. So if you know someone like that, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share this uh, episode with with them. I think it can make a big difference for uh, a lot of people when it comes to that. Also, you can find past episodes at johnmorrisshow.com. You can find all the subscribe links for iTunes, Android, TuneIn, all of that over there as well. And if you will give me an honest review of the podcast over on iTunes, A, I'd really appreciate it. B, I will also give you module one of my PHP 101 course for free. All the instructions for that are johnmorrisshow.com. Just click on the start here link. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.